Welcome back to TBI Expert View, our focused discussions on the evolving world of global VAT. If you missed our previous instalment with Lisa Darling, our Senior Global Director in Direct Tax, Advisory and Compliance, don't worry, we have uploaded the video for you onto the Taxback International website. Or if you prefer, you can search for TBI Expert View Podcast and listen to it on your favourite podcast streaming service. So today on TBI Expert View, we're going to be rejoining Lisa, who will be in discussions with our Senior VAT Compliance Manager, Theodora Velloni. Theodora will be offering her perspective on the impact of the digital evolution in global tax processing. Their conversation will touch on the impact these changes will have on businesses, as well as the potential opportunities and challenges that lie ahead. So for any businesses or finance managers trying to understand the impact of digitalized tax processes, Theodora provides great insights. So over to Theodora and Lisa. Hello everyone and welcome again to the TBI Expert View. Uh, in this session, we will discuss in more detail tax digitalization, talking today with Theodora Vallone. Hi Theodora. Hi, Lisa. Uh, Theodora recently joined TBI as a senior uh, VAT compliance manager with over two decades of international VAT and GST experience in VAT compliance, advisory and tax technology. So Theodora, welcome again to the, to the group chat. We'll jump straight into the topic on tax digitalization to discuss first its principles, I suppose. So what are the objectives and principles of tax digitalization to set the scene? Well, we know that uh, digitalization has been uh, uh, a big thing uh, of our times. This has affected businesses as well as uh, individuals' lives. And, um, you know, sometimes making it easier, sometimes making it more complicated. Uh, with regards to businesses, um, they have gained uh, uh, much more benefit from digitalization because processes have been streamlined mm -hmm. and simplified simplified, as well as the ability to analyze data and, and therefore gain a better insight into, uh, into the operations, for example, and every aspect of the businesses um, has, been, uh, uh, so has been simplified. And uh, um, also the tax process management has been uh, uh, benefiting from uh, digitalization. Um, as far as tax administrations are concerned, um, they had to adapt to the changes in, uh, in uh, the way businesses are carried out because of digitalization. So even the revenue models had to adapt and change. Mm -hmm. um, and there are uh, you know, different requirements as well in implementation of, this, uh, um, of these changes imposed by the tax authorities. However, the objective is, um, is the harmonization of all the taxes to minimize burden on businesses and uh, as well as on, on administration. So the principles applied by the tax authorities in uh, uh, imposing new digitalized requirements are the effectiveness in data collection. And also um, they seek to find a balance between uh, their revenue and uh, uh, their revenue interest and the taxpayers' interest. Mm -hmm. I suppose, I know you can't uh, make an omelette without breaking eggs and and so but we seem to be kind of at the breaking egg stage of a lot of the digitalizations with the tax offices and so there's a you know there's a hardship in the setup but i suppose it would be of great advantage to the tax office and business when digitalization is rolled out 
Yes, uh, but then, uh, you know, it's not very, um, very simple. Not, it's not, you know, there are, there's plenty of good intentions to find the balance, as I said before, between the tax, uh, uh, the, the tax authorities and the interest and the taxpayers' interest. But then, uh, you know, the, the, the changes internally in the business are, uh, can, can have a massive impact. Uh, because um, you know the, 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 there is a requirement for integration between tax authorities and uh, technologies um, used by the business. And uh, but the main point is to improve compliance and raise trust between the taxpayers and the tax authorities because transparency is the main feature of the digital evolution. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose transparency and compliance, but also um, giving uh, businesses the ability to comply. So digitalization not to be a barrier also to compliance. They need to look at that too. So are all the good intentions being uh, effectively implemented then, Theodora? This depends. Um, you know, if you hear from some businesses, then they're, they, you know, they, they're more prepared than others. So the the transition um, to um, from a uh, from a traditional way of reporting uh, tax to um, a digitalized digitalized way is basically uh, you know a breeze for others um, is more more complex because they are maybe not prepared for the changes. But um, there is not, you know, every every um, solution proposed will have uh, um, um, a good side for some businesses and uh, a bad side for others. Um, but uh, you know, there is not one size fits all solution. Mm -hmm. um, but as technology evolves rapidly, uh, new systems should be developed to bear in mind this evolution, and uh, so that businesses are not overburdened down the line with new requirements. Yeah, absolutely. And so tax offices have to ensure that what they do introduce gives that flexibility, I suppose, for future development without being a burden to business. Yeah. And then I suppose businesses have to consider how they're going to manage um, digitalization. And we're going to talk to Barbara Barkchik in, in the next series, just on whether outsourcing is the best option to manage all of these changes and digitalizations across the, the different tax offices. But um, just digitalization of VAT, could VAT be the main uh, tax for reporting purposes? Well, yes, because um, if we look at VAT, basically this is a, a tax that's uh, um, applied on transactions. Transactions form the basis of the revenue and the revenue is ultimately uh, taxed uh, for corporate taxation. Um, obviously, you know, we can track transactions uh, subject to VAT from imports down to sales into, uh, you know, could be through invoicing or through receipts. Um, so once we have access to, well, the tax authorities have access to all this information, they can also have a reliable basis to, um, to impose taxation, it, whether it's, it's uh, direct taxation or indirect taxation, mm -hmm. uh, taxation because the, you know, all the transactions are traceable. And yeah. also where uh, you know, there is an imposition of high, or a high frequency of uh, real-time filing, uh, then that helps tax authorities to detect fraud innovation um, a lot earlier. Uh, and therefore, you know, this is the big headache at the moment. But the main purpose is eventually is to harmonize the tax, uh, the, the tax systems around the globe um, by implementing new uh, um, you know, requirements and uh, 
um, you know, and systems and also um, giving the, the um, tax authorities access uh, cross-border access to the information. Um, so, um, you know, the, this, this digitalization is really a good thing if implemented in the right way. Um, so for businesses, uh, for example, real-time invoice reporting eliminates the, the need for complex in-house processes. And uh, tax authorities, on the other hand, um, they basically can create through this implementation a reliable basis to determine the taxpayer's tax liability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you wonder though at some points, um, what is all the data needed for, you know, with the, the example of SAI in Spain, what is the what is your input um, data needed for? And, and what is the tax offices actually using it for? And are they cross-referencing uh, against your supplier's listings? And, you know, so maybe they will get to that eventually, but at the moment it feels like in some countries, it's a lot of data that's being reported with heavy real-time requirements causing businesses huge headache. And then you're kind of wondering, what is all this for? But maybe we'll get to a point where we, we'll see the, the ultimate benefit for business. Yes, um, you know, at the moment, the administration, the tax authorities focus is, uh, um, uh, you know, to, to, to tax in real time or, you know, to make the process as, uh, as uh, um, immediate as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so they tend to focus, but the way they implement digitalization is basically uh, different from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. Um, for example, some tax administration focus on uh, the implementation of a system based on uh, corporate tax information first and VAT later or vice versa, and that requires double effort from businesses to adapt. Um, otherwise, um, there is a real-time transmission of information, but information that basically is a complete set of information um, that uh, just requires the streamlining of all the information into one reporting. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, I could provide the, the you know, for, there is the example of Greece and, uh, and UK. Mm -hmm. um, Greece is the latest country that has implemented a, uh, a platform uh, for real-time reporting, mm -hmm. but, and, but UK has uh, taken an, um, a phased approach. Mm -hmm. um, so they have implemented MTD for VAT first, um, and then uh, they will implement MTD for corporate tax later. So this will require inevitably a double effort from businesses. And as I said, where um, businesses are prepared, um, they can uh, uh, meet the obligation, but then also you have to complete it to consider the complexity of the business. Of the business. So there are businesses that have, uh, I don't know, many entities, many registrations, different systems because they're acquisitive businesses and uh, implementing an MTD, MTD uh, for that, that requires um, um, automated and an automated end-to-end -end process um, that may be very demanding in uh, in uh, within these businesses, mm -hmm. with this type of business, because there are many technical challenges. Yeah. Um, but uh, Greece, on the other hand, I think is uh, uh, the idea of Greece is uh, much closer to the leaner approach that. Uh, would be ideal for tax for uh, businesses. So um, they focus on uh, transactions in Greece rather than on processes, tax processes. Uh, but they have left VAT outside of the platform. So whilst businesses have to re report 
their revenue uh, in real time and uh, customers will have to report, registered customers will have to report um, their uh, uh, expenses and then uh, this, um, this information, information is matched. Um, eventually, uh, returns are, uh, are reported outside, are prepared and submitted outside of the platform and the platform will only be used, information on the platform will only be used to match uh, the uh, accounting data to the tax data, VAT yeah. data. Okay, and so then what is the real impact on business then for digitalization? As I said, there is not uh, much consistency across jurisdictions. Um, by looking at the examples that we just talked about. Um, so this may require a different degree of adaptation and complex businesses may pay a heavier toll than uh, smaller businesses where they have to, um, they have to em employ uh, human capital as well as uh, mm -hmm. uh, money um, investment for, uh, you know, to, to adapt to new requirements. Um, Mostly businesses might not have the digital tax expertise in-house and may look outside for support. Um, there are many different solutions which may be bespoke, bespoke or standard, uh, but um, you know, the best solution is the one that meets the tax authorities' requirements and uh, it doesn't uh, overburden the business. Um, so it, the, when, a, when a solution is implemented in-house, this should be um, a piece of technology that is a long-term investment um, that can be then adapted to future requirements. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, it, and the flexibility there as well. And there's always the risk of the lack of knowledge uh, when you're working with multiple jurisdictions and just keeping up to date on, on the changes that are happening. So that's a, that's a big challenge. But then what are the benefits and opportunities for compliance and, and where can businesses find support if they need it? Well, there are many companies that uh, uh, have born during the, are born during the last years, a uh, few years in, uh, to, that provide solutions and uh, uh, support to businesses. Mm -hmm. So the benefits, as I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, is greater data insight for uh, businesses, um, the streamlining of processes, um, and then uh, eventually the optimization and use of headcount and the cost savings, um, especially in relation to penalties and, uh, and the risk of errors where, um, you know, or, or late, lateness of submission where basically the these are uh, eventually eliminated by using real-time reporting and high yeah. frequency. Because we've seen it with we've seen it with MTD for about even the simplest um, in the beginning, just the lifting and shifting of data to populate the return. Just even the automation of that removes risk of error. So even that simple that first simple step uh, by HM Revenue Custom re reduced risk significantly. I suppose. Yes. And then, uh, you know, for a business to implement the best solution is basically they have to consider the type of transactions, uh, their presence across jurisdictions, the number of VAT registrations, uh, whether they are VAT grouped, um, the number of systems in use, and also uh, the ability to, to build a consistent tax logic to streamline the information for the purpose of implementing the new requirements. Um, yes. So. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a complex exercise, and the businesses should be looking at uh, 
um, a provider that uh, can support them in uh, every step. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, we, and we're going to talk to Barbara again on the next series about outsourcing and the things that you, you should consider. But if you could just give, give us um, some examples or run through uh, what businesses should consider when they're looking for a service provider um, in relation to tax digitalization and keeping up to date. Um, they should consider a compliance reporting solution that uh, can deal with the complexities while maintaining data integrity. That's very important. And also they should consider a solution with built-in error learning um, that basically betters the process as it goes along. Um, eventually, the need for human intervention should be eliminated throughout the process. And uh, as I've emph I emphasized once again, that uh, the solution should be long lasting mm -hmm. uh, to avoid overburden the uh, over you know an overburden along the line um, to to readapt again. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think that that is the key. And businesses need to look at, uh, you know, what's good or what's needed for their business and definitely be able to teach the technology, you know, and I suppose it's moving back in the process of, uh, you know, catching the error, not just on submission, but uh, actually finding the error in your ERP system and correcting it at that point to kind of streamline the automation um, and tax digitalization going forward. I believe that the best place, as I said, there are many providers uh, of uh, bespoke or standard solutions, depending on the complexity of the business. But then uh, um, I think the best placed uh, suppliers of such services will be um, uh, companies that specialize in uh, uh, compliance services, because along the years they've dealt with many different mm -hmm. juris uh, jurisdictions as well as uh, industries and um, complexities within, uh, within businesses. Um, so, you know, the, the road to the perfect uh, I, I, or ideal digital tax system is still very long uh, because both uh, tax authorities and businesses are working uh, on uh, uh, digitalization on, and automating processes. Uh, but um, I believe that once, uh, you know, long in, in time, uh, the adoption of these solutions will uh, reshape the landscape of tax and uh, also there will be new requirements for a new tax expertise that doesn't stop um, just the traditional but advisory. So the role of advisors will, uh, will change dramatically. Yeah, absolutely. And ever changing. And there's a lot to keep up with and a lot to consider. Um, but it was great, Tidora, to talk to you today in a bit more detail about tax digitalization. And, um, and thanks for the time and, and for the discussion. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you for listening to the TBI Expert View. As always, if you enjoyed the conversation, please share and subscribe to get notified when new episodes will be released. Bye for now.